0: I didn't tell you the best part. He loves the environment. Oh, wait, I still didn't tell you the best part. He's got an Irish brogue. No, 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 wait, wait. I still didn't tell you the best part. He's not imaginary. Oh, honey, that's great. But the very best thing is that he listens to you, because
1: nothing means more than for a man to... How did the pig tracks get on the ceiling? Spider pig, spider pig, does whatever a spider pig does. Can you swing from a web? No, we can't. He's a pig. Look out. He is a spider pig. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Spider pig by Homer Simpson. We're not talking about spider pigs, but it's the closest we could find because I don't know if there's ever been in the history of cartoons a super pig. I don't think so. Has there, Sarah? You, you're, you're a comic nerd, right?
0: Yes. yes. Has there
1: ever been a super pig?
0: Um, it's been a super spider verse. There was a spider pig.
1: Oh, in, in the actual Spider-Man?
0: In the, into the Spider-Verse, yes. But Which not was a the super cartoon p- one.
1: Yeah, I never saw that one. Okay, I don't yeah. like that well, one. He was, a, yeah.
0: he was a pig, Spider-Man.
1: But not an actual super pig. Like, there was a super monkey, and there was a super dog.
0: Yes. Well, he was a super pig.
1: There was a super pig?
0: Yeah, the spider pig.
1: No, spider pig wasn't a super pig. <laughs> he was a spider pig. The- yeah, <laughs> you can't be a spider pig and a super pig. You're a spider pig or a super pig.
0: He was a superhero pig.
1: Right, okay, but he wasn't called Super Pig.
0: No, he was like Spider Ham or something. Right,
1: okay. Um, well, we're, the reason we're talking about Super Pig is because we've got them in Alberta now. At least that's what they're being called by our next guest. We've, we've talked about this before, right? Wild boars spreading across Alberta, causing all kinds of concern and worry. Well, the next thing that we had talked about and we had worried about has apparently started to happen. In the northeastern Alberta town of Lamont from Sarah's Stomping Grounds out to Hillsway, um, people who live in that community have been told they need to be on the lookout for for wild boars, super pigs, uh, because they've moved into town, and there's actual warnings going out to the people saying, hey, if you run into a, a, a boar this is the way to behave, because they're dangerous. I mean, they're not only destructive, they're dangerous. So we're going to chat now with Ryan Brooke, who's an associate professor of agriculture at the University of Saskatchewan and director of the Canada Wild Pig Research Project. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us again. Appreciate your time. Hey, thanks for having me. So this development in Lamont in northeastern Alberta, does it surprise you? Probably
0: not, right? You expected this? Well, unfortunately, I have a long history over the last almost 13 years of uh raving uh, waving a red flag yeah. and saying these are huge concerns getting ignored and then uh, becoming exactly what I predicted. So no, unfortunately, we're not surprised. This is exactly what pigs do globally. These these things are a global menace in all continents except uh, Antarctica. And uh, this is exactly what pigs do. They expand exceedingly rapidly in urban areas, but they also are very comfortable uh, establishing in cities. Even, you know, you go to Berlin and they have a very well-established wild boar problem in a massive city like that. And same in the southern U.S. as well. So, yeah, urban pigs is a concern. And, of course, one of the challenges is that they start to have different impacts. You know, we worry about crop damage out in rural areas well. In cities, they're getting into gardens, they're getting into rose bushes, they're getting into all sorts of... uh, One of the problems that we see a lot, actually, is they get into cemeteries and do terrible damage, tearing up the ground, and just uh, terribly, simply awful. And also, I mean,
1: aside from the destruction, they're dangerous, right? I mean, I'm taking a look at the warning signs that have gone up around Lamont, and they're telling people, keep a distance, keep your dogs on a leash, make sure your children are close by. I mean, they can be dangerous, too, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, these things are very, very large. And, you know, one of the reasons we call them super pigs is because these wild boar that were brought over in the 80s and 90s were crossed with domestic pigs. And so that really supercharged them. Uh, We call that hybrid vigor. And so when you cross those animals, they become, uh, in this case, much larger. Like the biggest one, we've handled uh, 638 pounds. And these things are absolutely massive. They have razor sharp tusks they're often traveling in groups that we call sounders, and they can, uh, you know, they can be dangerous. They generally avoid people, and certainly this is one of the, the probably the only upside of, of hunting of pigs is it does keep that fear in them to a degree here, but, you know, just uh, not that long ago in Texas, a woman was uh, right near her house in a in an urban environment, and a group of pigs actually took her down and killed her. So, oh so certainly death and injury is possible, and so I certainly support that notion of staying away, uh, you know, keeping your pets in check, and, and keep a hold of your kids. They're they're not, you know, we haven't seen any real incidents here in Canada, but we do know globally that they're an issue, and they can be super aggressive and. And one of the things that they've learned a lot, too, is that if they're aggressive to people, say, for example, they hang around in some European cities around grocery stores and they charge at people just to simply just scare them and get them to drop their food, and then they gobble up those uh, groceries and away they go. And, you know, you look at several cities in Spain right now, they're having huge problems. Rome is, have, has really significant issues with uh, their wild boar uh, being aggressive towards people.
1: You know, not long ago, Ryan, I think it was you. It was your group that was talking about Edmonton needs to pay attention because we, we know they were found in our drawson, which for our listeners is literally 20 minutes to the east of Edmonton. And I think at that time you were saying, yeah, well, I mean, this is how it works. And you wouldn't be surprised to see them show up in the River Valley in Edmonton. Um, is that still something that concerns you?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a very high probability. Uh, given especially how wild pigs are expanding still on the prairies, we're still seeing a rapid expansion uh, of of uh, new into new areas and so as they expand, they're getting closer and closer to cities and and certainly you know here in saskatoon we're running a network of trail cameras. On the basically, with the feeling that it's not a matter of, of if they will show up, but just when they will start to show up in the city. And having a river valley makes, uh, creates an almost ideal habitat corridor for wildlife to come in. And certainly, pigs are well known to follow these riparian corridors and use them. So, I think that's a very real risk for a number of cities, including Brandon, Saskatoon, and certainly Edmonton. Is it too late? I
1: mean, is this just a foregone conclusion, or are there things we can do now, Ryan, to try and make sure that we don't have, you know, a situation like you mentioned in in parts of Europe happening in Edmonton and Calgary and Red Deer and other major centres in Alberta dealing with, you know, huge populations of wild pigs?
0: Oh, absolutely. I think control efforts are ramping up, and I I certainly support uh, the efforts of the Alberta provincial government in terms of Uh, ramping up their tramping program, uh, joining they have a squeal on pigs program where the public can report. And I hope they do report to a squeal on pigs anytime they see any kind of a pig outside of a fence. That should be reported for sure. Unfortunately, Albert also came up with this uh, re-implementing a bounty program. That is a very major step backward. um, And that increases my concern that pigs are going to be spread around the landscape. This is the reason why there is no scientific basis for, and certainly I would never support, a, you know, a bounty type program for hunters. Okay, explain because... that to me because
1: I've heard that before, Ryan. It's, you're right. It's seventy five dollars per set of wild boar ears that a hunter turns in. Why, why don't you reckon? Why? Why is that a problem?
0: Well, at first count, you would look and say, well, they're removing animals. That's great. And that is true. And as I earlier mentioned, you know, I think the one positive from sport hunting is it does maintain what we call landscape of fear. As animals are hunted, they become less likely to come near people and wander into yards and that sort of thing. But overall, in terms of of, uh, population control, we know that sport hunting is in fact, is if you want lots of pigs, then introduce and support sport hunting because uh, you see, say you see a group of 10 hunters shoot at it, they'll probably kill two to three, very likely, but the chance of them getting all of them is very close to zero. And and those that are left over, they become scared and they run into new areas, so they spread them around the landscape. And that group of 10, so they killed three, but then they split the remainder Up into two or smaller groups that run in different directions and so that it that does a very effective job of spreading around the landscape they also become more nocturnal and very very elusive and so we've had open season across the canadian prairies for you know a couple of decades now and unfortunately in in fact in that opposite to that we've seen this exponential increase so there's no evidence that sport hunting works and lots of evidence that sport hunting makes it worse so certainly Probably the worst thing you could do to facilitate this getting worse is uh, is a bounty program. Interesting. What about the trapping program, where if you can yeah,
1: eliminate sure. an entire sounder, as you call her, or a herd of pigs, whatever, uh, th- that that way is also another route that you can go. Does that work better? That seems like at least you wouldn't get the dispersion then that you're talking about.
0: That's exactly right. And so really well done trapping, which uh, the province has done a lot of, and it's ramped up even more. That is a bright light for sure in the program and is uh, incredibly effective. And so, yeah, you find 10 and you don't slam that trap down until you've counted 10 walking in and you take out the entire group. And that can be highly effective and is certainly part of a a strategy to, uh, you know, to eliminate and ideally over the long term eradicate wild pigs.
1: All right, so it's not a lost cause at this point, but we've got to be really careful. It sounds like we're sort of, I mean, if you're seeing them in places like Lamont and they're just outside of Edmonton, um, time is of the essence here. It's not like they're, you know, the problem's getting better. It seems to be getting worse, Ryan.
0: Well, absolutely. They're expanding, and during the time you and I've been talking for the last, for almost 14 minutes, uh, there's probably been at least one litter of piglets dropped on the landscape. Uh, They're, you know, that prolific, and so urgency is critical, and You know, unfortunately, since 2010, we've been saying this over and over and over uh, that, you know, these are expanding rapidly. And the longer you wait, the more expensive and more difficult it's going to be. You know, wild pig occurrences occupy over 1 million square kilometers in Canada right now. So while, you know, a lot of folks are talking about eradication, uh, that's going to require a major, major effort here. And certainly one of the challenges in Alberta is that there is an absolutely exploding population in Saskatchewan right next door as well. So it's not just what Alberta does, but what Alberta's neighbor does as well.
1: Yeah, because they don't, they don't care about borders either. Boy, scary stuff. Ryan, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Good to talk to you. Take care. You bet. That is Ryan Brooke. Ryan is an associate professor of agriculture at the University of Saskatchewan and director of the Canada Wild Pig Research Project.